our first chat, a big footy chat uh, for tonight. And we're going to preview Friday night footy with this legend. Um, he played 238 games in total for the Pies, the Lions, and then finished with the Bombers. He played in three premierships, and that was the, one of the better fullbacks. And look, I was thinking about him. He was the best-performed Brisbane Lions player yep. in all four. If you had a best and fairest from all four grand finals they played in, he, win. he would have won them. He would have won them. And he joins us now. G'day, Mel Michael. Hey, Jack. Joel, how you doing? Good, would would you. I be right by saying that? Did you you perform pretty consistently through those three games or four games? You'd be absolutely right, actually. <laughs> <laughs> you're stiff. You're not too... I mean, they should have, like, a B&F at Brisbane or whatever. You know, you know all-around grand teams. final man, you yeah. know? Well, I think what's coming to mind right now is daylight to second. <laughs> <laughs> I would have thought so. I mean, Tom Black and who else would do that? Bossy. Uh, Bossy, ne- yeah, Bossy never won the Norm Smith. Black. Didn't he? No. Jeez, that's a shock. Trying to think Bossy. of who... Who's Vossi? Exactly right. Who is Vossi? <laughs> Aka, no good, no. Scott Brothers? Who was this guy? Anyway, um, no, thanks uh, so much for joining us, Mel. It's great. I mean, I'm looking through Wikipedia and doing some research on you uh, this week, and it's been it's been fantastic. I did want to take you back to your, your career. How did you start playing footy when you, um, you were Papua New Guinean descent? Uh, my dad's from Victoria, so right. um, okay. he was obsessed with footy. And I really had no choice but to play footy. We were a football household um, when we moved to Brisbane. Right. Okay. Well, that, and, and did you did, was there a, was it Ormond? Ormond you play for? No, the old man played at Ormond. Oh, um, but we we in Brisbane we grew up in a suburb called Kenmore in the kind of in, in the west, and I played junior footy there for the Kenmore Bears. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's a bit different. What was what was the footy and the standard like back then? I mean, we get, keep getting told up there in Queensland that it's growing and growing um, since, you know, obviously the Gold Coast Suns have been established. But what was footy back then like? Uh, it was it was probably, yeah, probably in the development phase of, of a non-traditional football state. Um, so just the numbers were less. Like, we only had one team in each of the age groups, so we didn't have that depth of... Of players coming through that can really um, increase the, the quality of numbers that come out, especially around you know the, the TAC and, and draft days. But um, over time, with more investment, I guess from the AFL, um, the code has certainly grown. I think the Lions in that period of say 2000 to 2005 certainly made a big difference with the, the growth of the sport. But um, it's now at a point where, I guess, with the academies and the search for local talent because of the, let's call it the go-home factor, that's kind of hurting probably more Gold Coast in recent years, but definitely Brisbane, you know, in the mid-2010s. Um, there's a real there's a real pool of talent that's now available in, in Brisbane and Queensland footy. <laughs> Mal, were you always a defender? Were you always happy to take the big, bustling full forward? Were you always happy to do that? Yeah, you know, when I should, just for context, I, I never really played defence at all. Oh, uh, ah, okay. Sort of senior footy. I played, I played more as a centre-half forward growing up and kind of midfield. Um, and then it wasn't, wasn't until I was probably 18 and my, my last year of state footy in Queensland, I, they put me at centre-half back and um, I guess 
playing basketball as a junior, I was able to kind of read the play a bit. So, yeah, yeah I just kind of morphed into a defender in the end. Well, that would have been the best decision oh, ever yeah. in the end. Yeah. I mean, you made a great career of it. <laughs> yeah, I think so. That's one of those sliding door moments. But um, it probably helped too because when I got to Collingwood in my first year, my the reserves coach there was Danny Frawley. Oh. And he was a, he was a champion fullback, obviously. Oh, yeah. So he kind of took me under his wing and taught me a lot of his old tricks and that really helped my development in those early years. You got the back end, I mean, you started in 97, it says here. I mean, you got the back end of the, the champions like uh, Dunstall and Plugger. Yeah. Uh, but what are your memories of, of playing on them? Um, <laughs> it's one of those ones where you don't sleep too well on a Friday night. <laughs> <laughs> um, you also had Gary Ablett in there. He was part of that generation too, but fortunately I didn't have to play on him, but um, he was kind of finished and been injured by yeah. by then but um, yeah that, that was always tough I mean you're talking you know three of the greatest full forwards not just of their generation but ever all just came through in the one period it was it was a phenomenal time to be a football viewer because uh, you, you'd go to the footy and see some big bag of goals being kicked Mal were you always confident going to a, a Tony Lockett or, or you know, and Anthony Rocker, we always confident just to go out and say, hey, I'm going to keep you to one or two today? Uh, in the early days, probably not. Um, yeah. As I was learning the game um, and just getting and, and adjusting to senior footy, um, I was I was very, um, I was very thin. <laughs> <laughs> like the, the footage you see of me during our premiership years, I, I filled out quite a lot, but I, I actually turned up to Collingwood in not at the end of 1995, so they're not for the 96 season. And I, I found my player profile that we all had to fill out, and I was 190 centimeters, but I was 63 kilos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was because I, I was a swimmer when I was younger. I always had the broad shoulders, yep. right? Um, but I looked like a T-bone steak. <laughs> like, there, was, there was not much of me, but. It, but it, it helped me in the end because because I had those broad, wide shoulders. It helped me carry the the Brisbane team through the grand finals. Well, that's of course. As it should have. Um, but there, there was. I mean, we'll, we'll get to the lines. But just on the pies, though, in your, your career, there you probably, unfortunately, in a, in a way, uh, remembered most at the pies for playing on player when he kicked his thirteen hundred. <laughs> Do you remember, I mean, what was that day like? And um, can you remember the build-up and um, how were you the night before that one? Yeah, it was a bit of a crazy day, that one. Um, so I think you needed four yep. to, to get the record, um, Coventry's record. It, the game was in Sydney. It was it was a real crazy day. It was it was kind of like a, a final, but not a final, if you know what I mean. Yeah. There, there was a real buzz in the air and... Um, eventually, you know, the record went off. I think it went off at quarter time in the first quarter, so he got, he got all four in the first quarter. <laughs> so we, uh, we we couldn't string out the, the tension any longer yeah. than we could have. But, um, yeah, it was great. It was a great day. It was great to be a part of it. I'm, mm. I'm not, I do get remembered a lot for that, but 
um, it, that was good to be part of it. I mean, he, he ended up. I mean, I remember the day quite quite well because it, it's also my brother's uh, birthday on the sixth of June. So um, I you know, remember racing home and, and, and watching it from him, his footy, <laughs> and just thinking, God, can you just get the quarter times? So I give us five more minutes, you know. But I mean, manning him up that day and the spirit the Swans played in. I mean, he ended up kicking nine or, or by memory. Um, packed but, SCG packed too, SCG yeah, and the big crowd invasion. <laughs> just. Would have just been nuts being out there. He was crazy. Yeah, yeah. I remember after he kicked it, he, I mean, he, we were both kind of, kind of crap slashed over, and <laughs> he just looked across at me and he goes, "Thank God that's over." Is <laughs> <laughs> he not even a talker, plugger? When no, he, was he wasn't. No, no he, he wasn't a talker at all. But um, he, he certainly was a physical player. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I bet. I would have Very been fairly intimidating. Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, then you, you obviously end up at Brisbane, which was uh, probably the greatest move ever. I mean, Joel here is a, he's a Collingwood man, yes. so he remembers uh, getting the great Jared Malloy in the trade. <laughs> so I'm not too sure who, who, is won, that? who, who won that trade. But what was what was that trade like? And can you recall that one? Yeah, that was that was pretty weird. I, I thought I was staying at Collingwood. All indications were that I was staying. I'd indicated to the club that I wanted to stay, um, but I, I'd been injured pretty much all that year. And uh, Jared only found this out later. Wanted to come back home to Melbourne, and um, Collingwood, I think, wanted a more of a key position forward um, because. At, at Collingwood at the time there was myself and Simon Presidio Como and we were, we were kind of similar kind of a player yeah. so um, I, I think Collingwood may have thought well we've already got Presti um, we could trade out Mel and, and bring in Jared I'm, I'm not sure how the thinking went but I'm yeah. pretty sure that's that's how they probably thought it through yeah. um, I was in Thailand at the time so no mobile phones back then yeah no laptops, anything like that. So I get home, and there's a note under my front door in a, like in a one of those Manila folders, and it, I opened it up, and it just said, "Call me ASAP, Ron Joseph, my manager." <laughs> so I called him up, and he said, uh, "Graham Allen from Brisbane's here, and he wants to see you." And I said, "When?" And he goes, "Today." Gosh, <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. So I went and saw him, and. They just said, look, you're going to be traded. Um, and Oof. Brisbane are willing to accommodate you to go to them to get Malloy to Melbourne. And then they said, do you agree to this? And I wasn't happy about it. But my manager said, look, it probably might be a good good change for you. So that was it. We agreed that day and three days later I was gone. <laughs> do you look back and think that was the greatest, I mean, yeah. true decision in your life? I mean, how, how your footy career panned out. I mean, you beat Collingwood in two of those premierships as well. Yeah. <laughs> <Can you imagine laughs> on the receiving he could have been the, Mal could have been the difference, honestly. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, if I just stayed at Collingwood... Um, Brisbane would have only won the one premiership in 01. Uh. <laughs> of course they would have. So uh, I still would have won two. Yeah. <laughs> oh, very cool. No, absolutely spot on there. Um, but uh, John brought this up before. I mean, you, you're going to ask about the Anthony Rocker goal. Oh, yeah, I just want to know, Mal, 
the, there was a pivotal moment in the 2002 grand final where it was neck and neck in the, the final quarter of the game and Anthony Rocker marked one from about 45 out on a slight angle and he went back and kicked it and started celebrating and the crowd went um, absolutely wild. But the goal umpire didn't seem to think it was a goal so he signalled it was a behind. I just want to know, what was your view on that goal? Did it go through or didn't it go through? From where I was standing, I thought it was a goal. <laughs> <laughs> That's heartbreaking to be honest. It did have a late curve yeah. on the kick. Um, so, you know, the goal umpire would have been right on the post, so he could oh. have the best vantage point. Yeah. From where I was standing, yeah, 45 metres out, I remember it clearly. <sighs> um, I, yeah, I thought it was a goal. Yeah, and Anthony certainly thought it was a goal. Yeah. 60,000 people at the stadium. Back in, back in those <laughs> days, um, the goal posts were... Were tiny, so yeah. Well, full forwards used to just kick it as high as they could on a slight angle and start celebrating, and they'd usually give it the goal umpires. So that's a bit um, interesting. That one. <laughs> Still bit I'm a bit flat now, to be honest. <laughs> 20, 20 years later. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, well, like, I don't know. Like, Obviously, you finished your career with the Bombers, but uh, which, I mean, do you still, I mean, obviously, would line yourself with the Lions considering the premierships? Yeah, premierships, played the most games there, but I was I was also a Lions or a Brisbane Bears fan as a kid. Um, oh. Loved the club, so I, um, I was quite devastated, actually, that I didn't get recruited as a, you know, 17-year-old. But, you know, I got back there in the end. But, yeah, I'd say, I'd say I'm a, a Lions fan. A Lions tragic or a Lions fan, mm. and just just with obviously you fly around the world these days with uh, with your job. But do you get a chance to to watch them go around, uh, particularly this year? Yeah, yeah, I do. Um, I, I pretty much watch them every week, um, either you know online or um, overseas. Overseas actually has a really good um, coverage of of the footy because they get the Australian channel up in New Guinea, so. Um, every time I'm up there, I get to watch watch pretty much all the Lions games, which is good. But um, in terms of getting to the games, I haven't been to that many. Mm. Um, I recently went to the Gabba and watched watched a game there. But um, I'm pretty keen to get to the weekends going to see uh, Brisbane Collingwood. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's well, a massive let's, game this week. Let's preview this one. Uh, huge gun lines just have to win to get that home final, and where they've been um, unbeatable at the Gabba. Uh, versus the Collingwood team that's just um, well, lost a couple in a row, but found their winning ways again on the weekend. Um, what have we thought? What are our thoughts on this one? Well, my thoughts are the the path or the the, the path to the grand final slash premiership is in the hands of Brisbane, so it's all up to them. They have to come to Melbourne and win, and then win their final game, and they get the two home finals. Yep. I mean. Obviously, pending they win the first one, but um, you never like to be in a position where you're relying on other teams to lose yeah. above you. So they are now in the box seat to grab this season by the scruff of the neck and and make it you know make it count. Um, if you look at last year, I think they had round 22 and they played Melbourne at the Gabba. They just had to beat them and they had a top two finish as well. Um, and, and that then aligns their path to the grand final, but they lost that game and ended up finishing fifth. Yes. Yeah. So the margin for error is so small, but the stakes are so high. Yeah. Um, but I think the Lions, with a, with a few injury concerns over Collingwood and the, kind of their recent form, I'd, I'd give them a chance this this weekend. Mm. 
Yeah. Well, well, the injuries that have hit Collingwood recently, yep. I'm pretty sure. And this game isn't Marvel, so it's not at yeah. the MCG. So, I mean, that uh, falls Brisbane's way as well. So, I mean, I would be reasonably confident, Mel. Yeah, well, I think they should have got the chocolates against Melbourne um, the last time they played at the G. So I think the I think the hoodoo is going to break for them, and I think once it does, they, they won't have any issues with with travelling yeah. and winning in Melbourne. No, 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 they don't. So, like, just uh, we do back on your, your career. Uh, what who? Obviously, maybe the Brisbane players. Uh, of all them, if you had a choice to pick one for your team to start it up. Um, obviously, you pick yourself. So I mean, that's that number one. <laughs> Who'd be number two? <laughs> well, I'd, I'd pick myself first, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> number two, I'd probably go them. Um, this, this could be a really controversial answer, but um, I still reckon that the hardest position to play on the field is centre half forward. So I would go Jonathan Brown as my yes. first pick. Oh, okay, yeah, fair cool. Young and Jonathan Brown. Just, just on the pies, and you, you, you're obviously playing with Fly. What um, did you ever in- expect that he'd be this successful as a coach? Yes, I did. No, I'm not surprised. In fact, I was surprised that he didn't get an opportunity before everyone else got their chances. Because Craig actually has a teaching background. Mm. And I just think that some of the most successful coaches actually come from a teaching background. If you look at some of the most successful coaches over the years, um, that's what their, their vocation is or their background is. I just think they... Get, they get the message across. They can sell what the team's trying to do. They can, they communicate well. So Craig's always been really good at that. Um, but I guess he just never got his chance, and and now he does. You know, he's he's kicking some goals. Absolutely, mm, yeah. A couple of years, uh, but you know, obviously with with Vossi and uh, the two Scott brothers and uh, him. Is there another Lepich also had a crack? Yeah. Out? Well, Lepich is at Collingwood with Craig now. So yeah. Yeah. So I mean. It's been, it's been a good group. Did you ever think of going into coaching once you were done? Yeah, I did a little bit of coaching at Mel- Melbourne Metro level. So I coached in the Essendon District Footy League at a club called Aberfeldy. Okay. Um, really enjoyed it. Um, but I just, it was very hard balancing the time and work and family commitments. So unfortunately, something had to give and it was coaching. Mm. Fair enough, fair enough. Hey, Mel, we've, got, we've actually got to get to another, but we could stay here and uh, yeah, chat all day. Yeah, You're one of the funnest people we've spoken to. Um, but it's been, been great to chat. Um, thank you so much for giving us some of your time and um, just, just a tip for Friday night, mate. My tip is uh, Brisbane by... I'm going to go 20 points. 20 points, fantastic. Colin would lose him. There's nothing better than that. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for your time, Mel. Really appreciate it. Good stuff, fellas. Always. Thanks, Mel. <laughs> You're a good man. Mel Michael there, triple premiership player for the Brisbane Lions. Super star.